Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Disclaimer. This recording is not intended to be utilized as medical advice or a medical diagnosis. If you think you're in need of medical attention or treatment, please seek it immediately. This recording will also contain sensitive subjects such as binging and purging, weight and depression. Please listen at your own discretion and do what you think is best for you. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Sorry. Hopefully that wasn't weird. I just, I don't know. I felt like saying hello in a weird voice today. Um, Probably because, you know, I'm me. But anyway, hello, welcome to the podcast. This is Jacqueline here. And today we're going to be talking about healthy fears of bulimia and binging and purging and how while not using a black and white mindset with binging and purging, that's never helpful, but also how having a slightly healthy dose of fear and not going back to bulimia can be useful and where to draw the line. Something I highly encourage in my course and I talk about on my podcast all the time is that if you binge and purge, do not freak out. Do not treat it like it's the end of the world. Do not think this is this is the time where I can never come back for it. If I, if I binge and purge just once, then it's all over and I can never recover. Because if that were the truth, no one could recover. No one could ever overcome it because... Like, you know, if you binge and purge, it's all over. Be like, if you ever take any drugs ever, you can never get better. It's all over for you. That's a very black and white mindset. And it's not helpful because it puts so much pressure on people. And that mindset then sometimes if you binge and purge just once, then you freak out and you turn, you make these like one incidents become week long binging and purge rampages just because you're like, I've already done it. Might as well just stay in it, whatever. And then the problem compounds because binging and purging makes you feel like crap, makes you feel worse. You think, I mean, I'm already in it. Might as well stay here until you eventually get so sick of it again that you try again. Cause you're like, this is miserable. I keep doing this. So that mindset of being so black and white with binging and purging it's not helpful because it makes you think that, okay, if you binge and purge just once, it's all over. However, um, I was working with, I worked with a client who she was talking about how she is having the same fear of she's had some success lately. She's like, I'm doing well, but I'm having fear that if I slip up, that will lead to tons of binging and purging because every time it's been like that in the past, like it's never just once I always go back to it. And sometimes when I think, oh, it can just be this one time that never happens. I feel like that mindset's damaging to me. And instead of trying to force her out of it, instead of trying to, you know, like be like, oh, that's not healthy. You don't think that way. I, I have been working with this client for a while and I just said, okay, how, how does that fear help you? And instead of resisting it, I just kind of went with her on it. I'm like, all right, is that fear something that you're just willing to accept and have? And I almost described it to her as if it's a healthy fear to not want to go back to binging and purging. You don't want it to be paralyzing to the point where you think, like I just described, that if you binge and purge, you will never ever get out of it because that's not useful. But you also want a slight fear, a slight hesitancy around going back to it because it could lead to such things. It's not that it's guaranteed, but it could. Um, 
It's kind of like how you, if you were at the Grand Canyon, you're not just, I don't even, I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but I know what it looks like. And I'm sure they don't even let you walk up to the edge, but let's say that they did. Let's say that they had no fences there and you can just walk directly to the edge and stand over with your little toesies hovering, you know, just like off the edge. <laughs> My feet just tingle thinking about it. Um, you wouldn't do that unless you were a maniac because you have a healthy fear of falling to your death. That's why you wouldn't do that. That's why you wouldn't stand on the edge, right? Because even though it might be cool, it might make for a good photo, you wouldn't do it because you don't want to die. And no one would describe that as irrational. No one would describe that as unhealthy. They'd actually think that's a moderate amount of fear that you need in order to stay away. I think about pain sometimes. Pain is a physical symptom of what's going on in your body. Uh, and it's kind of crazy because pain, it's not really serving any purpose other than to tell you something's wrong. This is bad. Stop doing whatever you're doing. Like if you're, you got stabbed, your brain's like, your body's like, mm -mm, that's not good. Feels very bad. Please stop doing whatever it is that's doing. I'm sure there's more complexity to pain than that. But uh, uh, one of the benefits of pain is that it's a warning signal. And there are people out there, I forget, I was watching, maybe this is all fake. So I could just be speaking completely from no knowledge whatsoever. But I remember as a little girl, there was some story on the news about this girl that didn't feel pain and could do whatever she wanted. Um, and I remember my mom telling me, that's really bad, sweetie, that she can't feel pain because then she might hurt herself and have no idea. Pain, while it's an awful thing, is actually very useful because it's a good indicator that something is going wrong. And so having things like fear and pain, while you don't want them to be paralyzing, you do want them in small quantities because without that, you might do something that could completely ruin your life. With bulimia recovery, you don't want to be in paralyzing fear of relapsing because then that could firstly create a relapse, but it could also... Um, create a relapse that's much worse than it had to be had you just realized that it's not so black and white and you can get back out of it. But having a healthy fear and being an acceptance of, no, when I do these behaviors just once, they usually lead to more and I'm okay in accepting that that fact is reality, that could actually be healthy for you. Just being in knowledge of that. I talk a lot about this but the thing that I tend to still struggle with, although it's been a while, I don't think, I don't think I've had any urges to purge in a month or two, actually, now that I think about it. So maybe I'm getting to the phase where I don't have those urges anymore. But the urges I still predominantly struggle with are urges to purge. If I'm overly full, or especially if I'm, if I feel nauseous, I feel like whatever I've eaten, I feel nauseous. I might, it might come up on its own, although that never happens, but like I might throw up anyway. Those are the times where I feel most tempted to purge still. And what keeps me from it in all honesty, because in those moments, I see the benefit of it really clearly. I see the benefit of purging. I'm like, this discomfort could go away in an instant. I could get it. I could get it gone. We could just be done with all of this and it could go away quickly. But the reason I don't do it, I don't get close to the edge, I don't step over the edge is because for me, I know that purging just once, what has happened in the past is that just one purge leads to many more purges, I mean, leads to more binging, leads to a lot of bad things. If 
for me, it's never just one time and I can't just have purging in moderation. I can't just use it when it's convenient for me. It will keep on coming back to haunt me and it will leave me probably into a full blown relapse. If I try to purge just once, even for somewhat innocent reasons, but not really. So for me, I have a really healthy fear associated with purging. And I know that if I go and do it just once, it's going to lead to more. So I never, ever, ever take it up to do it. And that's one of the main things that has probably kept me from relapsing. Also, I have a whole podcast about binge and purging. So a really healthy fear for me is, well, I mean, obviously, like if that happened, I feel like I would be honest about it and tell people about it. And it would probably help me relate a lot more people. But I never want to relapse because that would be really bad. It will look really bad, all the tools that I have provided. And look, I'm relapsing. Of course, that happens. Doesn't mean that they don't work. It just means like I teach in my course, hey, sometimes you have problems that occur and you just need to use the correct tools again and get back into the groove of things. But I don't want to relapse. I have a really healthy fear of relapsing. And I think that's good and okay to utilize. It's just when it becomes the point where it's paralyzing or it's negatively impacting you or it makes it to that black and white point of, okay, well, now that we're here, we can't never try again. We've already failed. There's no point in trying again. And you make it mean so much more than it means about you. That's when it becomes an issue. But having a slightly healthy fear of bulimia can actually be a really good thing. Just like you would have a fear of going to space without oxygen, right? Without protective gear with, um, or going swimming um, in the ocean during prime shark hours or when it's high tide, you just have healthy fears because you know the dangers associated with it. You don't make them paralyze you, um, but you also don't let them, um, don't just have no fear at all from them. So hopefully that's kind of a good mindset for you guys. Cause I know people always get confused about that. They're always like, wait, wait. So if I purge, that means that it's all over for me. But you said like, if you purge just once, then it's all over, but I just purged. So is it all over? And it's like, you have to, you have to look at things with nuance. I think that's maybe the other message, the underlying theme of this episode. Fear is the main theme, obviously, but the underlying theme is not everything's black and white. There are nuances in every single subject. That's why I try really hard. I probably have used these words before, but when I catch myself doing it, I try to correct it because saying words like only or always, or this is the way it is, that tends to, that tends to be so dismissive of all the different little things and different little ways that you can recover. There are not, nothing is always. There are variants in every single possible concept on this earth, and bulimia is no different. So take it with a massive grain of salt. Understand that fear is something that can be utilized, but don't use it against yourself. Use it for yourself. And sometimes being in understanding that certain behaviors you need to just be abstinent from, and that is okay. Just like alcoholics view, most alcoholics don't drink alcohol. That gives them freedom. And while with bulimia, you cannot be abstinent from food, you can be abstinent from certain behaviors. And for me, abstinence from purging is a gigantic behavior that I steer clear from because I know that it reinforces the cycle and keeps me in it. And it is detrimental and can lead me back into a massive relapse. 
You need to come up with your own reasons and identify the behaviors for you. I'd say that, that most of you guys are in the same boat as me when it comes to purging. Okay, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you for listening this week. I'll see you next week. And also, please remember that if you like this podcast and you think that it's, it's giving you a lot of value, don't forget to subscribe, first of all, but also please give it a rating and review if you have not already. That helps me out. It helps the podcast get seen more. And I know so many of you guys listen, you send me messages. Please give it a review. It would help me a lot. And send it to a friend if you feel like they are struggling as well. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Never give up on yourself, my friend. Bye.